are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you all for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap here today. We're going to talk women's hoops. I told you last night that we had to make sure we get in and talk about that NC State versus Carolina matchup. The women don't have many games left, so we got to figure out how we can win our last two. Okay, we got to figure out how we can get technical and just make sure that we are solid as we prepare for our last two teams. Then we've got Marquette, right? We're playing another non-conference game on the boys' side, and we've got to figure out how to make a free throw. It would just be nice. So I'm wondering what Coach Williams did this week to try and get his team prepared for yet another great team, right? Not necessarily a team that, you know, ACC play, we would surely love that, but Got to play who's in front of us, who's available. A lot of postponements going on. So at the end of the day, you just got to go with who's in front of you. So we're going to get that done. Hopefully he can get his 900th win on his career, which would be awesome, right? So let's talk about all of that today. So it's another day, another freshman of the week honor. This time we got Deja Kelly on the women's side. UNC's Deja Kelly has been was named to the ACC Women's Basketball Freshman of the Week group. She is a 5'8 guard from San Antonio, Texas, averaging 16.5 points of the Tar Heels two road games last week at Clemson. On last Thursday, she scored 19 points in a 77-64 win over the Tigers. And then at NC State, she led four Carolina scorers in double figures with a team-high 14 points in the 82-63 loss to the Wolfpack. 12 of her points came in the second half, and she also had two assists and a steal. So she was doing the damn thing with that. NC State's Jakia Brown-Turner was honored as a player, ACC Player of the Week. So it was a great matchup, <laughs> again, for the ACC as a whole, as we talked about Sunday. Kelly is currently averaging 9.8 points per game this season for the Tar Heels, who are currently sitting at 11-9, 6-9 in the ACC, trying to find their way into the NCAA tournament. They've got a big game on Thursday against Georgia Tech, their final home game of the season. So congrats to my girl. You know, Dave's doing her thing. See, we always got to start with some good news because now we have to turn our attention to the loss that Carolina suffered versus NC State. You know, really the team came off a huge win versus Clemson, but couldn't get going offensively in the first half against the Wolfpack. First half, I think UNC missed about seven shots in a row. And it was pretty on brand for how the team performed throughout the third and fourth quarters, right? They came back, they tried to dig themselves out of that hole, but the hole was too deep. And we've talked about that on the boys' side as well, right? The talent is there. The opportunity in the time is just not sometimes, right? You can't just sit and rest on the fact that you are talented, but you got to make your shots. You got to make create opportunities for yourself which Carolina seemed to struggle with. 82-63 was the final score in Reynolds, but it was all NC State the entire game. The Wolfpack controlled each quarter, and even when there were flashes that UNC might make it a game, NC State would respond offensively to kind of put it out of reach. So Coach already came out swinging, right? 
Coach Courtney Banghart saying, quote, a disappointing performance which led to a disappointing result. It was a tale of two halves for us, but we got down in too big of a hole to too good of a team, which was NC State, end quote, right? NC State obviously got punched in the mouth the first time out. They weren't expecting Carolina. They were coming off being this team that has taken down two number one teams on the road this season, arguably one of the best teams in the country. They should be a one seed. Another conversation for another day. I'm sure you guys listen to Locked on Wolfpack. You have heard Kenton Gibbs make his case for why NC State is the number one team in the country many a times. But just know, I believe, you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue with that. I love ACC teams getting up in there. Louisville, obviously another great ACC team that is going to make some noise in the NCAA tournament. Now, the Tar Heels fall to an 11-9 overall record and, again, 69 in ACC. But final home game, feeling good about beating the Yellow Jackets, right? Tip-off is at 6 p.m. So their three keys to victory is honestly just playing their game, right? Don't rely so much on the three ball. Create opportunities where you can get in where you fit in. Don't do too much. Stephanie Watts was real quiet, <laughs> real quiet during that game against NC State. It was a little concerning at some point. But I know she'll bounce back and do what she has to do. The Wolfpack jumped out early and led 19-8 and eight after the first quarter. So you're just feeling like, okay, okay, ladies, what we doing? <laughs> what we doing to get get in this game at all. We're not. Again, I mentioned they went 0 for 7 from three-point range and made four of 16 shots from the field. They kept getting down when it came to shooting. UNC was 0 and 5, 0 for 5 from three in the second quarter and then missed their first four after halftime. Petra was 0 and 16, had a rough night. She finally knocked one down with 135 left to play in the third quarter. She finished for two for seven. So when she has an off night, it makes for a long day for everybody involved. She scored 13 points in tie for the team lead in rebounds with seven. Deja Kelly led the team with 14. Janelle Bailey had 12. And Stephanie Watts, again, just had seven. But, oh, I can't forget my girl Alyssa holding it down for the freshman, right? I love her. Alyssa getting 10 points doing what she does best so I mean Wolfpack shot 44 percent on the night to Carolina's 35 percent and they out rebounded the Tar Heels 46 to 39 and that's usually you know A plus B equals C that's usually how it goes right they came off better shooting that Carolina came where mm, there it is Carolina shot better as the night went on but it still wasn't enough to get out of that hole as coach Banghart mentioned said quote we didn't shoot well for sure but I don't love a lot of our shots we took in the first half some of them were open and we need to make those but if you think about how we generate looks there's a rhythmic way to play basketball and we were out of rhythm for sure in the first half I'm just saying I talked about it all year when the boys do well the girls do well they got a nice flow you know, sometimes the girls get a little off balance more than the boys, but they've been trying to vibe. I mean, they both have almost the same amount of losses, so they they get out of sync. Okay, I was figuring the 99 points the boys put up, clearly they took some of the ladies' offensive scoring abilities, right? So if there's someone to blame, just got to blame the guy. They didn't give us enough love, right? The ladies needed some more love to make sure they beat NC State twice, and that's really what it is. <laughs> okay, so they've got to get back in sync again on Thursday, playing Georgia Tech at 6 p.m. Can they be better 
from the three-point line, shot 20%. Can they be better from the field goal percentage? 35%, right? Can they not have 11 turnovers? Can they increase from 39 rebounds to 45 rebounds or 46 like NC State did? You know, I think those are things that you just got to, if you want to be with the big dogs, right, you got to step up. That's just what it is. You got to create opportunities for yourself. You got to shoot the ball smart. You got to make the wide open shots. Those are just fun, fundamental things that I, I harp on about the boys. You got to do the fundamentals right, and that's how you're able to get in where you fit in. So Carolina has two games left, actually, Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech, last regular season games for the ladies. So they've got two more opportunities to have strong resume pushes for their NCAA tournament chances. So if you're going to get the road to San Antonio, where I do believe the women's tournament is being held this year, make sure you are driving safe. Got all the parts that your car will need because you've headed to rockauto.com, the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts of car available all the parts that are available for your car and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? That's crazy. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. The Tar Heels are returning. Talking about the fellas now. (laughs) They're returning to action on tomorrow night at 7 p.m. against Marquette in a game added to the schedule to replace UNC's postponed game at Boston College that was originally scheduled for today. This is the first time UNC has played two regular non two regular season non-ACC games in February or March since the 88-89 season when the Tar Heels defeated Old Dominion and Nevada in February. This is a big game, people, and I'll tell you why. This could be the game where Coach Roy Williams hits for 900. Roy Williams is currently 899 to 260 from the win-loss record in his 33 seasons as a head coach. With UNC's next win, Williams will become the fourth Division I coach to win 900 games, joining fellow Naismith Hall of Famers Mike Krzyzewski, Jim Beheim, and Bob Knight. Woo, that's some elite company. And if you know, Coach Krzyzewski is in the league of his own with his 11, over 1,100 wins. So it'll be a while before Roy gets there, if he ever gets there. But damn it, if these boys here could just get one more to get us to 900, they're going to have to play smart basketball. Carolina is 4-1 and one against Marquette, 1-0 and oh in the Williams 
era. UNC led 40-15 to at the half and defeated Marquette 81-63 back in 2011 in the most recent meeting between schools. That was an NCAA East Regional Sweet 16 game in Jersey. Tyler Zeller, Harrison Barnes combined for 47 points. Zeller and John Henson both had double-doubles and Kendall Marshall has seven assists. Man, when you call out those names, you're just like, hey, big head, right? <laughs> Y'all busy? Because I could certainly use some bigs who can also score. I could use a great guard in Kendall Marshall. I could certainly get something out of a shooter. A stone-cold killer when it comes to that three in Harrison Barnes. So, man, missed those days. 2011 was my junior year of college. It was a great time. Should have won another championship, but I digress. <laughs> Carolina is 2-0 at home against Marquette. This is Marquette's first visit to Chapel Hill since the 84-54 Tar Heels victory back in 2001, where Brandon Haywood led five Tar Heel scorers in double figures, including... Somebody you might know on the gridiron, Julius Peppers, who had 13 points and nine rebounds, 17 points, nine boards, and five blocks. Okay. Julius Peppers was a different animal. And I could say, again, I could use somebody else <laughs> like a Julius on our team, on both sides, really. We're going to keep playing, both on the gridiron and on the basketball court. Marquette defeated UNC 67 59 in the 1977 NCAA title game in. Atlanta. That was way back when, so ain't nobody think about that, but okay. <laughs> so there we are, Carolina in the series, thinking about how Marquette is just another team to check off the list, give your coach 900 wins, and get you tuned up for a great ACC tournament. We all know that at the end of the day, everyone steps up a bit for ACC tournament. We want to have a better showing than we did last year. It was ugly, <laughs> getting stomped on. So I just want this to be a great, a better send out for our Carolina freshmen, right? So I think, I mean, Carolina seniors, I don't know why I said freshmen, they're going to be here, except for day run. Oh, pray. I feel like our, our seniors deserve this proper send out so we want to leave them with some good wishes and better vibes what do you guys think though like if you could sit here and talk about Carolina's team so far grading them this season having the freshmen score up to 69 to 71 points on a game leading the team have you seen the growth right have you seen the team now where you think Marquette is just yeah it's another game another tune-up and we're just ready to roll and keep rocking. Are you nervous? I mean, we were, I was a little bit on edge for the Northeastern game. Can't lie to you because you just didn't know which Carolina team you're going to get. Got a little frustrated during the Clemson game because it was just like, okay, cool. That was way back when. Got a little frustrated at the Virginia game because, frankly, if you're going to go out and party, you might as well beat, make sure you beat a team like Virginia. Right? I understand beating Duke. I understand the rivalry. Your heart rate gets a little up because it's your rival. Of course you want to beat them. You want to go out and celebrate. Fine. Then you got Miami game. It's probably not going to be rescheduled because, let's see, Coach Larinaga is not really feeling the heels right now, to put it frankly. But then you also look at Boston College. You got a lot going on. Period. <laughs> Finding a new coach. Firing a coach midseason. Trying to find, you know, players to play. Scout team. Not scout. Like, they got a lot going on. Don't see these games happening again. But has Carolina done enough for you? As a fan watching, has Carolina done enough for you to where you're sitting back and saying, listen, good or bad, right or wrong, I'm riding with this team. I appreciate the season that we've had, and I think that they have done better than, you know, they stepped above what I thought they would do. Or they did, they met expectations. Like, of course, it's Carolina basketball. Yeah, sure. They're going to lose a couple because they're freshmen. Fine. Or is it a little bit under? <laughs> is it a little bit like, listen, at the end of the day, the ex the standard is excellence. And anything beyond that is just 
wasting my time here. We got a coach who is already a Hall of Famer sitting at 900 wins, trying to get to 1,000. But we can't do that if you keep winning, losing these bum games. <laughs> okay. So let me know. Hit me up at Locked On Heels, at Candace e. Cooper. Tell me how you're feeling about this team. Are you going to be happy when it's all said and done with these couple games that we have left? Are you feeling like, listen, good or bad, I'm indifferent. I just want Carolina to get it done. I, again, we have Florida, Florida State, Syracuse, and Duke left. So three games left in the season. If, you know, they get made, I doubt they'll get made up for time constraints and scheduling and traveling and what have you. And at this point, it kind of just is what it is. Riding is the wall for some teams, knowing they're not going to make any kind of tournament beyond unless they get an automatic bid for their current conference tournament, right? So ain't no sense in trying to remake up a game that's not really going to help them. But three games left beyond the Marquette game. How are we feeling? Feeling good? Feeling great? Let me know. At Candace D. Cooper, at Locked on Heels. Keep me on. Keep me in the loop about the vibes, because I don't know, I don't know what to give y'all, should I be, like, really hard on them, or should I let, let back a little bit, right, should I, I'm like, you're doing, you're doing too much, Candace, you're not giving enough grace, <laughs> let me know, because I'm not a good grace giver, I am very much tough love, tough coach, I, I dig it in there if I have to, like, we don't, we don't, you know, mix any words around here, so just let me know how it is, okay, cool, if you're gonna bet on this team, listen, do that too. Let me know if I should put my money on them or I should save my little coins because I could do that as well. <laughs> I am not trying to give away dollars to teams that I know can't put up 48 or 50 points some night. I don't want to do that, right? But if I feel like we're going to have 99 moving forward or at least averaging about 85, I go ahead and hit up betonline.ag, right? And that is the only place that has me covered and truly the only place that I trust. If I sign up for a free account today, just like you, I'm going to get promo code uh, locked on, and I'm going to use that for my 50% welcome bonus. Because I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines. I'm not going to do it anymore. I must get in on the action, and I'm so encouraging you to do so as well. Promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus sounds like a great deal for your first deposit, so why not do it? Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. February's Black History Month in the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges uh, and successes of Black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than a Game. Right now, you can hear me and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a Black woman in sports. Subscribe to Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. Not because it's me, y'all, but because it's a great conversation. I think that you should head on there because it was a much needed cleansing of just getting out all the frustration sometimes that we as black women experience being hosts, being people in the sports industry, all of that good stuff. I think it's just, <sighs> let's it's hard. It's hard out here for a pimp at times. So make sure you tune into that conversation. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear your thoughts. So coming up on tomorrow's show, as we're wrapping it up here, we have got three keys to victory to talk about tomorrow. We are going to give you the breakdown before you tune into the game at 7 p.m. We want to make sure you're what to watch for, right? We've done it all season. We did it with football. We're doing it with basketball. What to look for so you're like, hmm, still can't make a damn free throw. Ain't that a shame? Candace has been saying that this entire season, right? Mm, still having trouble with that guard play. Can't pass to save their life. Wow, that's crazy. Or, you know, listen, okay, Dayron, trying to step up, trying to leave us. Look at that, double digits, double figures, all that good stuff, right? 
it's all it's all the things the three keys to victory that we are trying to just hone in on and make sure our guys are equipped make sure y'all are equipped we're getting better at this thing we're gonna be pros ourselves hardcore analysis as we sit there and say hey he missed a shot the other person made a shot they win the game like it's it's pretty common sense but we enjoy it right we give you the x's and o's and the good scoops so tune in for that come back tomorrow three keys of victory also got some baseball baseball news to share we've got a picture of the week that we want to talk about diamond heels have some updates to their season already as we know <laughs> covid updates are a real thing very much still so they will be playing a, at a different time against virginia but we'll keep you all in the loop when it comes to that so don't do anything but come back tomorrow for tomorrow's show i look forward to talking to y'all stay safe out there be smart please wear your mask all the little things it's just not hard it, it can really be simple it could all be so simple as lauren hill tried to tell us I hope you have a great week, and as always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.